Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Sean Dizzle, what it is. What up, Mikey Hizzle? Oh, man. Tell me something good. Episode four. Uh, Actually, we we made a promise at the end of episode three. Oh, we did. That we were going to talk about something interesting. Do you remember uh, what that was? (laughs) uh, Yeah, it was something that I sent you over Facebook is what it was. Oh, it was... uh... Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, this is going to be a deep episode. So that Dude, was the whole... Uh, do you remember what it is? I I do now. I'm looking for it. Obviously, our, yeah, our listeners I got it. don't have a fucking clue what we're talking about. But That's all right. We're going to catch them up to speed, like, yeah. right now. Um, uh, here we go. Yeah, from Bomb Squad on uh, Facebook Live. Or not Facebook Live, but Facebook. I should put my glasses on. 35, I can't see a damn thing. Don't you hate that? Yep. I mean, I'm only 32, but... Yeah. I need the glasses. It says, What if when we die, the light at the end of the tunnel is a light to another hospital room? There we are, born... And the only reason you come out crying is because you remember everything from the past life. And you're crying at the fact that you died and lost everything. As you grow, you start to forget your past life and focus on the life you now have. But patches of memory stay behind, and that memory causes deja vu. Think about that for a second. And, uh, yeah. I mean, that is enough to is give a kind of fucked right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, there's so much first off in that, but the general. So okay, so immediately the general kind of premise of it, I think, would be basically leaning, leaning, Jesus, would basically be leaning towards um, reincarnation. Correct. Sure. That's it exactly. But. I've never really studied the whole reincarnation thing, so I don't know if you, like, when you're reincarnated, do you know that you previously existed? I don't, I don't have the answer to that. I don't think anyone has the answer to that, except for the person that's reincarnated, mm-hmm. if reincarnation is real. So it's basically, you know, just based on belief, like everything else. Yeah, at yeah. the end of the day, it boils down to faith. What do you want to believe? Hmm. Why, do, why do you choose to believe it? Well, I don't know. No, I, no. I believe that post slash mentality, just because, I mean, I've read the Bible and it talks about, a, a, you know, dying and then going to a new heaven and a new earth. So... 
I don't know what that means either, though, you know, because <laughs> I'm not. God. Yeah, so, uh, well, sure. But, you know, I, I think that there's so much uh, there's such a lack of finality when it comes down to uh, life after death mm-hmm. or existence after death. And for those who are, you know, don't su- don't subscribe to the God theory, period. I've. One of the most popular beliefs that I know of is the fact that there is just nothingness. There's a void. There is consciousness ends. Well, consciousness ends. Yeah. You know, so and and the consciousness that you have, which is that of uh, being a part of this earth, this ecosystem that we're in. The fact is, is that you return into that ecosystem, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, right? Like, like you're you're made of dirt, and you're gonna go right back into the dirt. You're gonna be food and fertilizer for the dung beetles and the and the ants and all the rest, uh, all the rest of the stuff. Right. So so there's that, uh, you know, there's that mentality or that understanding or belief system, whatever you want to call it, uh, that that lies surrounding the body. Um, and, and so you have basically your continuance after death is nothing more than to be come part of the ecosystem that already exists. And therefore you never not really stop existing. You just exist in a different way. And obviously that's what happens to the human body there. That's truth. That's fact. Um, but in the biblical sense, obviously, you either go to heaven or hell. You're going to live eternally, right? Well, that's a can of worms these days as well. Uh, from some of the things <clears throat> I've read and listened to lately about, you know, does hell exist the way that we know it? And especially the, um, like, uh, annihilation theory. I don't. Have you heard anything about that lately? Nothing as of late. You know, so, I don't study this stuff, but... Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I haven't studied it either. I just think it's it's uh, it's fascinating. Well, not fascinating, but it's intriguing enough to where... Okay, so with this whole conversation, honestly, something my grandfather told me uh, several years ago, probably a decade ago, was, you know, certain things just you're never going to know and they don't matter. So, like... It might be fun to explore and to question and wonder, but does it affect your salvation? Then it doesn't really matter. So I'm not really camping out in that camp 100%, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I go over to that camp a lot and I hang out. <laughs> does that make sense? Because <laughs> sure. like we could sit here and anyone can, you know, the whole world can debate what happens when you die, but... No one has ever been able to go interview someone who died and come back and say, oh, this is what happens, guys. I know all the answers. And the people who have are quacks, and they end up drinking Kool-Aid and killing, you know, 15 people in some little cave somewhere because they're hippies or whatever. Sure. Yeah, you know, honestly, these are some of the annoying things about the Bible, right? Uh, Questions like this that aren't answered because apparently Lazarus was risen from the dead. Mm-hmm. And he had been dead for several days, right? And we have no clue what happened in those days that he was dead. 
because yeah, where did he go? He did he didn't talk about it. If he talked about it, it wasn't recorded. Yeah. And uh and which in again, all honesty, I mean, it's begs, very annoying. You know, it, depending on what side I guess you are on, kind of begs to like question why did they not talk about it or why was it not brought up? Yeah, and to your grandfather's point, it has nothing to do with your salvation. Yeah, it has nothing to do with like this life. Right. But this post is alluding to otherwise. Maybe it does. It's an interesting premise. Uh you die you die and are reborn and you die and are reborn and essentially you live a but thousand you never lifetimes. Know. But you never know it. Yeah, you never know. So it's like, I guess, to my grandfather's point, then even if that is true, and you die, come back, die, come back, what does it matter if you know? You're never going to know that you were alive before. Unless there's a way to tap into something, you know, or like to figure out like, oh, yeah, I used to live in China you know, 50 years ago or whatever, and, like, some, you know, figure out somehow, like, I don't know, you're probably smoking some really dank shit, but, like, <laughs> maybe you <laughs> figure out, like, who you were before. I don't know. It just, I mean, it's crazy to think about, and it's fun to think about, though. Like, because it's, it's, you know, it's a mind fuck. Sure. When it you is. die, you come out of someone else's vagina. What? Well, you know what? Maybe that's why the Bible is called the vagina the matrix, the womb the matrix. Yeah. I, you know, but uh, let me just say, I, I believe what the Bible says. Of I course. do believe that, you know, once you die after that, there's a judgment, right? That's, that's Hebrews 9.27 or somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Hebrews 9. It's appointed unto man once to die and then after that, the judgment. Uh, and the fact is that we all got to stand before a holy God, give an account, right? So uh, I believe that's what happens. I don't believe for one fact that at the end of it, uh, you pop out somebody else's wound. I mean, and, and, and then too, how funny would that be? Like you, you lived your whole entire life as as an Asian and and then you die and you pop out and you're black <laughs> yeah and then it happens over again and you're like a white yeah. slave owner and then but what if but what if but what if what if every single time you came back as a different race and then elon musk decides to invent something some electric shock treatment that causes you to remember every single life and you remember the fact that you are different races and different timelines in, in, in history, and uh, it kills racism. How cool would that be? I don't know, because you broke up on the best oh. part of what you're saying. Oh, no. Literally, uh. I got everything like, up to the point of what you said. Okay. I said, what if... What if you? It's true that you live all these different lives, right. uh, and you and you are all these different races. Every different life, uh, you're a different race, all through history, 
And it's just, and then Elon Musk invents some electro shock therapy thing. You put this helmet on, it zaps you, and then you remember every single lifetime mm-hmm. and uh, every race that you ever were, that you, that you ever were, and then all of a sudden it ends racism. <laughs> I mean, that, how would it just end racism, though? Because you realize that you were every single race. Like you've lived and you you've popped out a different shaded badge every single time, right? Like one lifetime you're Chinese, the other one you're North Korean, the other one you're South Korean. All of a sudden, I mean, I, I see you don't hate them anymore. Overall, yeah, I know it's just a hoop dream. But logistically, a crap ton of people would have to have the same shock treatment to realize the same thing in order for that to even be a, make a difference. Exactly. He gives away the technology for free because he's a philanthropist. Yeah. I mean, that that would be nuts. I mean, that being said, I still don't believe it. I mean, but... Yeah. It would be cool. I mean, I, I don't really, you know, I don't put too much weight into this article, but it is crazy to think about. And because we do not know a final... Like, we can lean on beliefs and what we think we know and what we think our Bible teaches us. And other religions and people of faith and their beliefs, they can do the same thing. But, like, it's not like a, you know, hey, that's a tree. I can touch the tree. I can hug the tree. I can chop it down. I can make firewood out of it. You know? Like, we don't have anything tangible so it's just like the unknown, mysterious thing that we, you know, we we want to we want to be God. Like that's the reason we fell. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve fell in the garden because they wanted to know the knowledge of good and evil and want to be like God. We are the yep. same. So obviously, all this shit is like super intriguing, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The unknown. We're curious beings. We want to discover. I mean, in, in essence, I don't see anything wrong with that. No. I mean, initial the initial offense, obviously, wanting to be like God uh, in that way. I think it was a lot deeper than that. Um, but I get what you're saying. Um, I don't know, dude. I, I think it's fascinating. It, it is one of the greatest mysteries there is. And if we actually knew, it would solve a lot of these religious fights that are out there, you know? Yeah. Just about every major war has been fought over religion. Well, here's over an interesting... Over some religious beliefs or whatever. Yeah, sure. I mean, here's an interesting thing, too, is if we can come to that conclusion now, just t- talking about some hypothetical post that this dude was like, hey... Your mind's going to be fucked thinking about this, you know? Hey. And we can come to a conclusion of, like, man, it would be so cool if, like, no one really gave a shit what color you are or what language you spoke or how fat or skinny or tall or, like, why can't we just all do that now? That's been a thing for me. Like, I don't yeah. get it. And I'm a white, chubby man, you know, I'm, I'm hairy, I got a beard, like... Big sexy, yeah. So... 
I mean, in our society, I'm privileged and, you know, I'm white-splaining probably, but, like, <laughs> I just, I don't really, I know the past is the past and it sucks. And I remember going to, dude, totally getting off topic, but I'm on it now. I remember going Go to school in the South, growing up as a young little lad, right? So, like, in South Carolina... I um I lived next to an, uh, a military base, and I went to a public school, and literally, I was the minority. There was two white people, me and another kid, in my class. And at first, for me, like, it was kind of like, uh, everyone's different. Like, I don't know what's going on right now, <laughs> you know? But then, yeah. obviously, over time... Like, it's just a person who looks different. So what? You know? Right. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, from an early age, I learned, and I had to learn pretty quickly, like, someone looks different from you and their skin's a different color. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I mean, we're still learning. We're still doing, like, we're people. So, yeah. like, I kind of grew up in this whole thing of, like, learning about slavery, even being in the South, learning about it and being like, this is fucked up. Like, that never should have happened. Like, how can you, how can you look at someone differently and be like, oh, you're below me. Uh, you're going to work for me and I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And I don't care what you want. You're like, I treat my dog better than I treat you just because your skin is different color. I've never really gotten it. Like my entire life, maybe that's why I liked Detroit so much because uh, to me, being surrounded in a community that's like 82% black, I don't give a shit if you're pink or yeah. purple or red or blue. Like, uh, we're people, you know what I mean? Like, why can't yeah. why is it so hard for people to just view people? That's it, and I don't know, and there's probably not an answer. And or maybe there is, and it's way too fucking simple, and it fucks people up in the head, and they're like, "Oh, that can't be right." I don't know what it is, but like, it is horrible. Rant yeah. is over. Yep, yep, yep. I feel you. I I feel you one hundred percent. Uh, you know, I I was in the same kind of boat, being a military brat. Hell, all I knew were different cultures. I it's. It never really was an all-black school or an all-white base or all-white community mm -hmm. or an all-black community. It just didn't exist. When we went outside to play as kids, there were no races. It was like, hey, I've got a bike. You've got a bike. Let's go down the street. You know? Yeah. Hey, we're, we're, we don't look the same, but we actually do. We're just different colors, and we, we're about the same age. We both have younger sisters. Let's go terrorize them together. <laughs> you know, it, it it wasn't until I came back, you know, to Detroit and grew older that the racism crap really became real to me. Um, and eventually I chalked it up to, to ignorance and lack of uh, experience in the world. Like mm -hmm. you, you really are so dumb that you think that just because I'm darker than you, 
I'm less. Or you're so dumb that you think that just because you had a harder upbringing than that other person, that you're better off. Like, that's, it's such a narrow-minded view um, that is so anti-human. <laughs> that's literally what it is. It's anti-human. Like you have, you're, you're thinking in the, in the mindset that's not even truly human. Because the fact is, is that we, you cut, you bleed the same color. Yeah. You know, it may not be the same color on the outside, but on the inside, it's all the same. Uh, we are born all the same, you know, so we all got the same amount of fingers and toes. You know, averagely speaking, obviously there's some people with twelve True. digits, but dude, I mean, I, for the I most part, I don't get it, man. And it's well, something like I really don't like talking about because it just angers me that people yeah. are so ignorant and stubborn and like, and I, I guess it's out of a like I I don't get it. So like, how could you be that way? Like, how could you be so mean? And so hateful to someone literally because of a pigment or maybe even not even color, just like because you live on the other side of the tracks, so to speak, or, you know. Yeah. But, you know, the the fact is, is that uh, we're tribal in nature, right? We we all want to be accepted by a group. So we join groups. It's just that simple. And from the beginning of time, that's the way it's been. The tent makers hang out with the tent makers. The fishermen are with the fishermen. They all think, you know, they may not all agree all the time, but it's their tribe. So they're going to go along with it, you know. Uh, and, And that's the way that our society is set up. It's set up to be tribal and that you gain the best benefit out of society if you join this group. You see the same thing happening in prisons. The same thing happens all over the world. Um, but but at the end of the day, that you know, that's why I heard some guy a long time ago said, you know, the only thing that's going to really unite us as humankind is an alien uh, attack from outer space. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we'll all have something new to hate. Yeah, and then we can all together. join together, <laughs> and we can have the same hate. Because that's what it's about. It's about being part of a group. It's just that we're 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 so narrow minded and so short sighted that our tribalism pretty much just stops at the exterior surface instead of what's deeper. Because if we were willing to dig a little bit deeper, we would see that we're all the same on the inside. Everybody needs love. Everybody needs to feel accepted. Everyone needs to feel like they're part of something larger than themselves. Everyone wants to feel like they are, they make a difference, you know, that they have something of value to give other people. These are basic human needs that everyone has. We all share them. And then when you bring Jesus into it all, holy crap, man, it just really muddies the water, right? It actually it does the opposite of that. It really clarifies things. Because, well, like should. I was saying last time, 
the very idea of grace is that it puts us all on the same level playing field. Mm-hmm. Like it, it brings us all to the same foundational place of nothingness. Like it strips away all of our, all of the things that we feel uh, that qualify us for things that qualify us for positions or qualify us for status or whatever the case may be. Grace puts us all on a level playing field and says, none of you are worthy that there's nothing that you've done to deserve this or nothing that you can do to make this go better for you. Like grace steps in and says, look at your worst state at your worst state possible. Jesus still had to die for you. That puts us all on the same level playing field. Yeah. You know, that's why the gospel message is so important to be shared, right? So you've got all this hatred, you've got all this animosity between races and classes of people and and all this different stuff. And the only thing that's going to unite and and that's, (laughs) uh, well, you know, that, that takes me back to what I was saying about religion being one of the number one things that, you know, has divided the world and caused so many wars. You've had those that were super, very zealous, you know, like, hey, we're going to we're going to make you surrender to Christianity, even by the the blade of the sword. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not talking about that, but the, the, the gospel message can unite the gospel message, uh, not with a sword against somebody's throat, you know, nothing gory. But but if the Bible is true, it declares that it's truth that will make us free. And if we are willing to share the truth of the gospel, it'll bring about uh, a level of freedom and, and lower us all down to, you know, that same, get us all down to that same common denominator that every single person that lives, breathes, eats, shits, everything, we all need Jesus. We all do. Yeah. And he's the answer. What's kind of crazy to think about, I guess, at least for me, is like, I mean, you know, anyone can come to Christ and repent and mean it and be saved. That's part of the gospel. Yeah. Right on. So if a racist guy does that, does he automatically stop being a racist? Oh, no. (laughs) God right? forbid. So, it, I mean, it's, no. It's kind of interesting to think of, like, here we I have wish. all of these people who profess the name of Christ, and yes, I believe in you. Come into my heart. I, I need you. You know, I believe you. The whole kit and caboodle. Not, to demean, not to demean it, but just no. to get on to my point. <laughs> of course. And then you have... You know, we're all doing different things and have different mindsets. And, like, some people are stupid dogmatic and some people are stupid liberal. And there's, like, everything in between. And it's just, like, there's so many variables, I guess. And it's, you know, if you whittle down the gospel of of Christ, anyone who believes in their heart and confesses with their tongue shall be saved. Right? Yeah. Like, that's it. It's not like, you know, and then you can go and beat people and just ask for more forgiveness, but you're still saved. Or you could go and not beat people and you're still saved. Does that yeah, make so sense? That, I mean, 
Yeah, like, sure. There's so and, and, many different Christians and like people that yeah. you know can literally be a professing heart believing Jesus Christ is my savior and I am going to heaven and I want to mm-hmm. be just like him. But I do oh, yeah. believe that saying fuck is bad and if you say that you're going to hell. <laughs> people think that. Oh yeah. I oh, yeah. am in the camp of I don't know that my vocabulary is sending me anywhere. <laughs> there are times to use and not use certain verb uh, vocabulary, but I, yeah, I don't like know when you're that in the pulpit. I don't know that that's like you know uncoating me in the blood of the lamb because I said a word, right? Sure. And that's just a, a kind of an analogy of like I don't know, man. It's just it, it's nuts how like even being saved, like so much bad can happen or wrong, or injustice, or stubbornness, or rudeness, or, you know, like, whatever. I mean, I have family members that I believe they're saved. I mean, they know, they can quote scripture. And, you know, they pray, and the whole thing, and they can't not eat dinner without praying, and obviously some of that is ritualistic and religious, but whatever. But I do believe if they die right now, most likely they're going to heaven. I don't know why they wouldn't, because they profess and they believe and they love Jesus. So, I don't know. I guess where I'm going is like, how, like it's so weird, all the other stuff in the middle. It's not really discussed in the Bible. And some things are like, you know, uh, don't get drunk because you should, you know, have all your senses, basically. And don't sleep around because it's going to fuck up your marriage and... You can get STDs. Like, there's good things that are taught, obviously, for good reasons. <clears throat> but there's a whole lot that's just, like, not covered in our manual, as everyone calls it in Christianese, you know? And there's <laughs> Basic all instructions us. before leaving Earth. Yeah. <clears throat> good Lord, Cademan, Cademan's call. <laughs> 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 but, like, I don't know. It's just interesting to me. Yeah. I guess that's my it point. Is. I, I kind of lost what I, where I was going, but no, I feel you. I, I, I think uh, if we back up a little bit, um, frankly, yeah, there are a whole lot of racist slave owners that, you know, were completely wrong for what they were doing, but they really were professing Christians. And, uh, and part of the reason or, or, Part of the thing about that is that a lot of black people, believe it or not, a lot of educated black people refuse to be Christians because they're like, why in the world would I want to take the slave owner's religion? Mm-hmm. And, and just think about that for a second. I mean, we could that's a whole hour of a conversation for another <laughs> podcast. But uh, uh, the fact of the matter is that, yeah, there's a whole lot of sh- nice one. There's a whole lot of shitty people that proclaim to be Christian. It's just that simple. Um, well, you kind of brought up the Crusades. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know their salvation status because I'm not God, but like they thoroughly, like genuinely must have believed we need to do this. Like this is... They were willing to die for it. Yeah. You know, like, and it's, 
I mean, it's horrible. What happened? It's terrible. Awful. But they were willing to die for what they believed. They were willing to kill for what they believed. Yeah, I mean, they weren't just willing to die. They were willing to be, like, oppressive and, like, murder people. It sounds uh, very familiar for another religion out there that's, yeah, Hmm. right now. I don't know what you're talking about. Me either. But I'm just saying that there's some other there's some other religions out there that straight up believe that 100 percent and and division within those religions, within those faiths and saying, like, yeah, this is basically uh, poetry and not to be taken literal. And then those that say, no, this is straight up literal and you need to take this literally. Mm. Um, That being said, you know, you got. You've got some of the same stuff within the Bible, and the argument is: Do we take this figuratively or do we take it literally? Or, you know, I, I'm always of the of the uh, camp of let's keep it in context because that's more important than whether you're talking. You know, that will clarify whether you're talking keep this literal or keep this figuratively. Um, keeping things in context. Yeah. You know, there are certain things that were said to the Jewish people that only applied to the Jewish people because they were the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't care how or much you want to say that. Different or was said specific ways because it was written to a specific people group in that specific yeah. era of time. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah. outrageous to take literal now. Yes. Because no one kills cows unless you're like Tyson. Or some other, like, you own a farm. That's chicken. You know? Whatever. Yeah. Cows, chickens. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is as soon as I said Tyson, in the back of my head, I was like, why the hell did I say Tyson? <laughs> yeah, it happens. So, I mean, realistically, dude, at the end of the day, um, it all boils down to faith. So let's bring this back full circle. Whether you want to believe that you die, you pop out somebody else's vag, that's one thing. You can believe that if you want. You know, and, and I choose to believe that at the end of the day, if I die, I'm either going to, you know, I'm going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And I'm either going to go to heaven or I'm going to go to hell. And uh, and as a Christian who was unchurched, but a Christian nonetheless, mm-hmm. I believe that. Me accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, believing in his death, burial, and resurrection, and him being the only suitable sacrifice uh, worthy of reconciling me to the Father. I I believe all of that with all of my heart, and that's what makes me saved. Mm. Um, I believe that I'll go to heaven. And at the end of the day, I mean, no matter what you choose to believe, it all boils down to what you believe and you won't know until you get there. Yeah. And just to kind of echo and take it a little further, I mean, for me personally, again, I'm in the camp of if it doesn't really matter now and it doesn't change anything and you don't know, I mean, that's just it. You don't know. So why spend all this time thinking and debating and finding out? Because you're never going to know, you know? But what does matter, like you said, is salvation and what the Bible does tell us. And 
Sure, there's not like a map for like, you know, it's not Google or a dictionary or a thesaurus where you can just look up everything you ever deal with or have ever thought and there's an answer and there you go. You just do that now and you're good. You know, like that's not life. That's not reality. So to focus on Christ, to be more like him, allow the Holy Spirit to move in you, be in a community where you can wrestle with stuff like, dude. I believe stuff now that I never would have thought I would have believed a decade ago. And I guarantee you a decade from now, I'll say the same exact thing and my beliefs will be different. Ooh, I would love to explore some of that. <clears throat> not that everything will be different. Because sure. there are some core things that like, I believe will never change. As a Christian, those are thing, you know, there are things that, nope, God died on a cross he bled and his blood represented my sin and it covered me and because i accept that i am saved and there's nothing that can take that away like there are dogmatic core things but everything else i think we just we got to figure it out and have some grace and leniency and be able to explore and debate and question and honestly i feel like the you know that's one of the things with the church community that I don't agree with is they want to always have an answer and they want to always say, well, you can't do this and you can do this. And, you know, they're like everything's just so perfectly mapped out. And as long as you live in this little thing, then you're going to be good. And I don't believe that, you know, I think we got to figure things out. And I think, good God, I hope that the savior of the world has enough grace for me to know that I love him and I'm still working on everything else. And that should not banish me from his free, amazing gift of eternal life one day, you know? Yeah. Like, can the church have some grace for crying out loud? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come you on. You know what, bro? I'm at, I'm at the point where I'm okay if they never learn it. If the church never learns it, I'm okay with it. Because the fact is, is I believe that the Jesus of the Bible has so much grace for mankind that we've we've only understood the tip of the iceberg. Mm. And I think that the only way that the church is going to grow in that in the true knowledge of that grace is if they're willing to admit that they don't have all their shit together. Mm-hmm. And you know, if if we can just get a couple churches out there to just admit that their way isn't the only way. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. their order of service is not the perfect order of service. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I can well, appreciate. There's a, there's a lack of vulnerability and openness. I feel like. Yeah. Well, yeah, no doubt about it. But and, but it's all rooted in pride, right? Yeah. So uh, and it's and it's typically not the church as a whole. It's typically from the top down. And unfortunately, what happens from the top down is that it filters throughout the people, and it's sickening. It's a cancer. Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's the very thing that uh, spoils the whole litter, 
you know um there there needs to be there needs to be a focus on Christ and not the man there needs to be a focus on uh his teachings and what what he has done and what he has shown uh versus what some other dude has done like do you, uh, we can unpack this later but because uh, I know you, you've got to go. It's at that time, or we're almost at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we have divisions within Christianity that are simply at the result of one man's revelation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we we've got we we've got Christian sects out there that do things completely different because of one man's revelation. Mm-hmm. So you got you got the methods of this one guy named John. So we got, now we've got the Methodist church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, well, we have, the Bible. Yeah, we have, we have somebody else that popped up and said, Hey, look, I'm going to do things a little bit different. I don't agree with the, uh, I don't agree with my brother, John and his reformation. We're going to do this different reformation and we're going to be called Calvinists. And then we're going to be called, you know, we separated even more and say, now we've got AME, mm-hmm. a different sect of, of Methodists. And, and we've got Episcopalian. And, and now we've got non-denominational has become a denomination. <laughs> yeah. And it, 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 it's all because of these quite simple, silly little things that are out there that take the focus off of Christ and put it onto man. Mm-hmm. And again, at the end of the day, you believe whatever you want to believe. No part to you. At least you got some faith. Um, but when we want to take it all back down to the basics, man, grace puts us all on the same level field, level playing field. It shows that all of us are disqualified from God. And that the only thing that qualifies us is Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection, his blood being shed for us. Amen. And I'm good with that, bruh. Yeah. I'm good with that. <clears throat> That's satisfyingly deep. Bro, I was writing right. an article today for the website. Yeah. And I think this could be a stroke of genius. I do not know. But I like where this is going. I think we could have a tagline here with the whole like, what is the church? Oh, the church isn't the building, it's the people. So like on this article or blog post, whatever. I like it was my signing off like statement like yeah bitches <laughs> you know uh, and I was like the church isn't a building people are the church screw the building we are the unchurched and that's where we're going to end it whoa right whoa what do you think whoa the church is not the building. We are the church. The church isn't a building. People are the it's church. The people. people are the church. Screw the building. Screw the building. We, we are, are the, the unchurched. unchurched. Wow. That is impressive. It's kind of cool. I love it. Let that marinate. See what you think about like tomorrow. Oh, dude, I'm going I'm to sit on that for I'll text it to you. Yeah, please do. I'm going to chew on that a little bit. Word up. I like it. Yeah, before we I'm go, like, let's tell everyone where they can find us. I want to do it together because, yeah. you know, <laughs> I like you. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to give them the real uh, email address if they want to contact us? Yeah, for sure. It's unchurchedpod at gmail.com. So it's not unchurched podcast. Right. It's unchurched pod. Good to P-O-D. know. You can also follow yeah. us on Twitter at unchurched pod. And we are on WordPress, as I was just saying about articles and blogs. So you can find us at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com. And that's it. Awesome. All right, bro. Awesome. All right, dude. Another one. I like it.